their version of Jingle Bells was just Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Yes. I laughed at that too. I was like, they can't sing Jingle Bells? Welcome to Snow and South Town, a Christmas podcast. My name is Mike. With me is Rusty. Hey, everybody. And we are back, and uh, it is Black Friday. It's no Black Thanksgiving's Friday. over. We're recording on Black Friday. Yep. So it's officially Christmas time. Yeah, my my neighbors. I don't have to look askance at them anymore when they have their decorations up. <laughs> when are you putting yours up? Probably Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say uh, you can reach us at snowandsouthtown at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. And today's episode theme is 80s TV specials. Um, and yeah, uh, the decorating. Let me real quick. Let me do a couple other things and then we'll talk about decorating. Um, you okay. can get our new music. My band Vista Blue has a John Waters tribute out, which we talked about last episode. But uh, it's, it's a tribute to the John Waters album that Rusty introduced me to on this show last year. Yeah. So if you've been listening, you know about that. And I did an interview with Ken from the Sounds of Christmas podcast where we talked about not only the John Waters tribute, but also a lot about Snow and Southtown. So yeah. uh, he actually had some nice things to say. and It was a really fun conversation. And uh, he, too, blamed Rusty for the John Waters tribute. So, <laughs> so I still got to listen because uh, I crave people saying positive things about me. So well, there you go. He does. Yeah. He, he says some nice things <laughs> about us, too. He says, yeah, he says that anyone who hasn't heard or maybe you, know, you should go listen. Maybe this will entice you to listen if you like us. But he said some nice things about our show. He said that it's you can tell that we are friends who like um, Christmas and who like these things. He asked me first before he said anything. He asked me first how how I would describe the show mm-hmm. or what people what I would tell people to expect. And so I just kind of said that I guess one thing that I would give people a heads up about is like we're probably like more sarcastic and probably a little more like you know um, critical of some of these things, but like out of a place of love. And that yeah. a movie like Love Actually is probably the only rom-com that we would ever actually watch. You know, so it's like if we're going to watch a rom-com, it should be Love Actually. But, <laughs> right. But we also just completely ripped on it. And so if you like Love Actually, you may not like our show. You may not dig this. And if so. you like some of the things that we really like, you may not like our show. Exactly. <laughs> and Ken, and I, Ken and I got into all of that. Right. So, yeah. It's a good interview. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, so decorating. We are probably going to decorate tomorrow we're going to get our tree tomorrow so chop down our tree yeah Uh, mine's in the garage as usual (laughs) there you go (laughs) so uh so yeah so we'll probably decorate saturday then we're bringing my son back to college on sunday so it's gonna be kind of quick and then so we probably won't do all the decorating tomorrow but whatever he wants to do i guess and we don't do a ton outside yeah i feel like our fake tree real tree dynamic we have kind of really rounds out the podcast it does. You get all sides. Yeah. Yeah. There's really two <laughs> sides and we give both of them. <laughs> That's right. You <laughs> get everything of... you need right here. Yeah. Uh, so I assume you didn't go out for Black Friday. No, I didn't even. Uh, <laughs> I, I checked the mail today. Same for me. I finally, finally got a, uh, a Halloween movie out of, <laughs> that I got because I still do Netflix DVDs. So I got oh. to Christopher Lee's Dracula just in time. 
<laughs> time for Black Friday. <laughs> yeah. There is the horror movie Black Friday that came out. There and is. I wanted to try and watch it uh, today, but I didn't get to it. So some point yeah. this weekend, I'm going to watch that. Um, oh, and then there's the uh, 8-Bit Christmas that we want to watch this weekend. Uh, so we'll probably do that tomorrow while we're doing the tree stuff. Uh, that one looks fun. Um, oh, and I did watch the Home Sweet Home Alone. And people were being really critical of this movie. And I don't know what they thought they were getting into. Because personally, I kind of liked it. When I say I kind of liked it, I mean, like, I'm probably not going to ever, like, put it on again to watch <laughs> yeah. it. But, yeah. Like, if you were to, like, come over one day and it was Christmas, and I was like, oh, you haven't seen it? All right, let's put it on. It'll be fun. <laughs> I can probably make fun of it. But I'll say this. I liked it better than Christmas Story 2. Christmas so, Story 2. What about Home Alone 2? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's that's tough because, bad. Yeah, it is. But Home Alone 2 is at least still, like, the real people. Still so, yeah. Yeah. So I guess if I was going to pick one, I don't like either one enough to like put it on, but if I was going to have to pick one, I'd probably still pick Home Alone 2. But yeah. it's better than any other sequel without, you know, him. Is it better than the Paul Red Ghostbusters? I haven't seen that. <laughs> I is haven't that, either. Is that the one that's out right now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen that. <laughs> the Stranger Things Ghostbusters. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Uh, apparently just seems seems to be about, about nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I heard, right? Yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so Home Sweet Home Alone, the thing about that I like is that, first of all, I like some of the actors. I mean, it's 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 got actors that I like, and so I'm mm-hmm. fine with it. Um, but also, they do try to bring in some, like, continuity things, and so the mm. actual Buzz is in it. Like, Buzz is in it. He's a cop, which is funny. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny. And yeah. then, but there's Kevin owns, he's not in it, but Kevin owns a security company which is really funny, right? And so the uh, home right. that is getting, uh, you know, broken into or whatever is the security is Kevin's security company. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, and, and if people don't like, people were like saying that like they actually like ruined it or they kind of were messing up the story. I totally disagree. I love that kind of stuff, and I thought that was really funny to think of like an adult Kevin McAllister running a security company. Yeah. Right. Right. So anyway, uh, yeah, there are a lot of podcasts talking about it. You can go listen. Like, I'm, I'm talking like a four out of ten is what I would give it. But, <laughs> but, but people are like really ripping on it. And I think they're expe- they were really expecting it to be like a Home Alone, and it's not. It's a, it's a, what Disney Plus 2021. Oh, it's a Disney Plus thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not even a theatrical movie. Okay. No, of course. So it's like Christmas Story too. It's just like this, you know, thing to to be a continuation in some of some sort. I see. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, I'm only bringing it up because I just can't believe how serious people were taking it enough to like really rip on it. <laughs> it's like, I didn't think we just put it on one night. I didn't think anything of it. I just kind of went on the internet. I was like, hey, it actually wasn't too bad. You know? And then people were like, no, you're crazy. It was terrible. Yeah. The correct thing to do is to go in and expecting nothing. Well, that's all. what I was asking. I was like, what yeah. did you expect? I was, I was so pleasantly surprised because I was just expecting yeah. nothing. Just, yeah. Yeah, um, cause, at cause the church, they do. <laughs> they sing like the same. Right, they sing like the same songs at the church, which is like yeah. that's what a church would do. It is hilarious, but it also kind of is a throwback <laughs> to the to the movie. Yeah, yeah Little uh, House on the Prairie. They sung "Bringing in the Sheaves" every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, all right. Let's get to a voicemail from Tommy. Okay. Tommy, you know, as you know, Tommy Travel teaches us back. Christmas traditions. Hey guys, it's Tommy talking about. The Jolla Buckaflod. 
which means it's a Christmas book flood. It's it's this Christmas Eve thing that goes on in Iceland. And I think it's a really cool thing. So what happens every year on Christmas Eve, Icelandic families, they give each other brand new books and exchange these books with one another. And then they spend the rest of the day, the rest of the evening, uh, sitting there reading. Um, this comes from World War II. Uh, paper was one of the few things that, that they had plenty of. And so it made books a very viable gift option. So um, literature in every household. Uh, and that's probably why a lot of Icelanders publish books. So there you go. The Christmas book flood. Let's do it. Keep those bells jingling. All right. So there you go. That was Tommy. Uh, thanks, Tommy. And um, yeah, thanks for doing that. Every week he, he has been teaching us new stuff, cool stuff, different stuff. So yeah, it's good to have him. Professor Tommy bringing the yep. facts and the knowledge. That's right. To Southtown. <laughs> There's one of them where he says, uh, you know, it's, it's like, these are true. You can look them up. <laughs> I'm not lying. And I guess I didn't even think of that. But I mean, you know, I guess someone could, could just be send lying. us these. Yeah. <laughs> He's been known to lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean in real life. I mean on this show. Oh, did he which lie is, on the show? Which is not real oh, life. Oh, wait, the batteries? Or is that something else? <laughs> no, the batteries is a true story. No, I know, but didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very true story. <laughs> yeah, Tommy was... just makes things up. Oh, okay. I mean, he's probably been lying on every one of them because we're not, we're not going to fact check it. Right. I don't know. So he'll, he'll it'd be like, oh, you can look this up. And then you do. And you're like, okay, I see there is this thing. But then he'll drop in one little thing <laughs> where he's just lying his right. pants off. Just to see if he can get it in. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, one last thing I wanted to mention. Sorry. Um, yeah. We watched this week parades, past Thanksgiving parades. Did you watch <laughs> one yesterday? Yeah, I watched 2020 parade. Like 20, 2020. We should let everybody know that uh, I always watch previous Macy's parades on, on the day. Because one, I don't have cable. And two, if I did, I wouldn't want to sit through all those commercials and stuff. So I just watch whatever, usually the the previous year, or if I want to pull up an old one, I'll do that. Right. So that's so that's what we've been doing this week. So we watched 1983, we watched yeah. 2001, and then we watched 1989. Now, the 1989 one had the commercials. And so I'll just ah. say that, like, all of these, it's just like a treasure, and I'm not going to get into all the pop culture. But, you know, you should just go back and watch them. They're, they're hilarious. But so yeah. 1989, I want to say, it had the commercials in it. It was from a Seattle channel. And here's the cool part. They were basically advertising Black Friday, right? But mm. but the words Black Friday was never mentioned. The stores were saying they would open at seven, which is totally different from like four. And mm. uh, and they were all offering like coffee and donuts and everything. We thought that was funny. So it was, it was just know, a simpler time for Black Friday. The beginning. It was the beginning. You yeah, could it was see like it. you could see like yeah, this was they were yeah. planting these little horrible seeds that were going to yep. grow into a disaster. Yeah, like the one commercial, the lady was bragging, and she was like, I'm going to have all of my shopping done by the end of this weekend. And the other lady was like, how? Oh. <laughs> She's like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> this store is opening at 7 o'clock. But then every commercial was like some store opening at 7 o'clock. So it wasn't really a secret. I'm convinced so. that the Christmas angels uh, sent this coronavirus to stop Black Friday once and for all. It's finally, it's finally what happened. I think, yeah, I think it's definitely diminishing, and I'm interested yeah. to see tomorrow, you know, like, what, what the returns were 
because yeah. uh, I was just reading a little while ago how last year was really bad. Now, of course, it was a pandemic. So, you know, yeah. but I'm interested to see because just it was just saying like with Amazon and everything, nobody's really dying to go out and do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully. Literally dying to go out and do that. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's go. So 80s TV specials mm-hmm. is what we're talking about here. Um, and of course, you know, this year what we did was we each uh, picked one for each episode, but then we also had our friends vote <clears> to <throat> pick one that we would talk about. So uh, this for this question on the poll that our friends voted on, we had deck the halls with the wacky walls, which are those wall crawler things that you get in the cereal box. I guess you could probably actually buy them, but I only got them in the cereal boxes. <laughs> Wait, was that really on the list? Yeah, it was on the list. It got twelve point eight percent of the votes. Oh gosh. Okay. I watched I watched Deck the Halls with Wacky Walls for the Christmas Past podcast when I was a guest on there. So <laughs> okay. That's why that's why it was on this list. It is absurd. Uh, uh, we had Christmas 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 comes <laughs> to Packland. I can't believe you didn't know it was actually on the list. Yeah, uh, we had <laughs> Ziggy's Christmas. No, Ziggy's gift. Sorry, Ziggy's gift. And we had the Glow Friends Save Christmas. Uh, the winner, though, was kind of a, a runaway, almost a runaway. It was a, a chipmunk Christmas with 33% of the vote. Good choice. Uh, next was Packland with 28%, so it was kind of close. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ziggy was 17 Deck the Halls with Wacky Walls with 12%, <laughs> and uh, Glow Friends were 7%. <laughs> Glow Friends. <laughs> <laughs> better way to have fun this Christmas than with the Chipmunks' latest album, A Chipmunk Christmas. 11 great holiday songs from their TV special, sung only as the Chipmunks can, and a colorful cartoon storybook. A Chipmunk Christmas and Urban Chipmunk on RCA Records and Tapes. Real fun for Christmas. So here we are, uh, Chipmunk Christmas, which is probably what Rusty would have wanted. Oh, yeah. Better than uh, my actual pick, for sure. Uh, well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but so it, uh, the description on IMDb says, Swept up in a holiday mood, Al- I'm sorry, Alvin gives away his cherished harmonica to a sick little boy. Meanwhile, Dave has booked Alvin to perform a harmonica solo at Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. Alvin keeps the loss of his harmonica a secret from Dave, and with the help of Simon and Theodore, he scrambles to earn enough money to buy another harmonica in time for his Carnegie Hall debut. Yep. It's a short a- one. Accurate. Yeah, it's short. Yeah. Like 24 minutes, right? Yeah. Yes, it's what they all should be. <laughs> right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so, now, all right. Got some, got some background kind of stuff about this one and what okay. makes it interesting, at least to me to a chipmunk head like me yeah that's what i figured yeah yeah uh so this you know this is the first uh special that they did for the chipmunks after ross bagdasarian died and ross bagdasarian was the voice of david seville and and i think maybe all three chipmunks but he definitely you know, he definitely did the voices of the chipmunks he was the brains behind the chipmunks uh but he died and then his son ross bagdasarian jr took over and this is from 1981 and in 1980 they had just released um chipmunk punk and urban chipmunk do you remember those uh yeah yeah so i've seen chipmunk punk and what was the other yeah. one 
urban chipmunk and that's no i've not seen that one ever i see chipmunk punk in store sometimes yeah so i I had urban chipmunk growing up that's the one where they did country and western music (laughs) so a lot of country songs that i heard for the first time were in chipmunk form (laughs) and then i heard the real things later and went oh okay and then chipmunk (laughs) punk didn't really have punk music so much but it had mostly like new wave kind of like blondie in the cars and had a lot of like yeah good yeah yeah yeah, the good music of the early yeah that one was good yeah uh so yeah ross bagdasarian's kid was kind of rejuvenating the chipmunks they hadn't really had a album since i I want to say the late 60s um and they hadn't really they had their tv show and everything in the 60s and so this is this was kind of him bringing back the chipmunks they got a new design and everything and eventually um the chipmunks cartoon came out um i think probably the next year maybe two years hence yeah Uh, my dvd is like this and then some of the episodes from the show yeah so this seemed like almost like like a not a pilot but it's it seemed to kind of establish a little bit of their new look and what dave was going to be like now because the the old david seville was just this cranky yelling guy this guy has got a little bit of that but now he's more like oh come on guys we got (laughs) you know he's he's more of the you know dad from full house or something that's right Right. yeah uh so yeah that's what's kind of cool about this one is like it's a it's a transition between the 60s chipmunks and the 80s chipmunks uh and yeah kind of you know after after that i mean the chipmunks now are not even chipmunks i don't know what they are (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of weird now. They're just computer <laughs> things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just, just holograms. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, you know, and I, I, you know, Ross Bagdasarian Jr. kind of gave them over, I guess, to other people. But, but this one, this one kept it in the family and kind of tr- stayed, not even true to the Chipmunks, but uh, uh, just made it more sentimental and soft, really. I guess. Uh, yeah. Compared to the originals. You're right. right. Yeah, I mean that makes sense now that you're saying that. I mean I didn't know that. So, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so to me, this one I like this one just because. I mean, of course, a big deal with the chipmunks, at least in the original, you know, forms of the chipmunks, right? That we know. Yeah. Right. Again, I don't know what they are today, but uh, it was a lot about music, and so this is like right away, like the first four or five mm-hmm. minutes. There's like three or four songs. It's like just song, song, yeah. song, and then it slows down a little bit and it gets into the harmonica story. So. There's not a lot going on with the music, but of course, then it gets back to the music. And so, uh, I mean, it's probably like eight songs total, you know, in a quick 24 minute show. So. Yeah. And a there's lot, a lot soundtrack. of Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't know if you can buy this soundtrack very easily these days. I don't really see it around. Um, the Sleigh Rod is the one that's on the John Waters. That's right. Uh, yeah. This is just the one from this show. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, they're playing Carnegie Hall. <laughs> yeah, they're a sold out audience. They're chipmunks. They're playing chipmunks. Sold out audience. Uh, yeah. But the, but it was sold out before. Like they got the call. And they're like, "Hey, you're playing Carnegie Hall, and it's sold out." I think that David was giving the chipmunks the news for the first time. Like he already booked it. Yeah, and just didn't tell them. And then he told them <laughs> once he found out it was sold out. And I was thinking, like, well, I'm glad they're happy about it because it's, it's like just now telling them. <laughs> And they're, they're not like the Beatles, where they're like, we're not doing that, you know. <laughs> no, I mean they can't really. They're chipmunks, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, you, you never want your like, you know, your dad to be the manager anyway. Especially That's like, right. if you're you're a chipmunk and he's a human, it makes it even more weird. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, so yeah, like I said, free uh, Alvin. <laughs> the uh, the harmonica part, I don't know. Like I wasn't really into it. I didn't. I didn't. I always think that what? these things. I always think these things could be better written. You know, and mm-hmm. so like I like to me, it's like. I don't know what to do. Like, you know, we talked about Christmas shoes. Like, I don't know what is better than a harmonica or this harmonica story, but it just seems like they just kind of just settled on it, went with it, and just full steam ahead, forget the potholes, forget it. You know? <laughs> like, we're just going to plow through this, you know? I don't know. I, I mean, my thought was that this is the good version of a Christmas, the Christmas shoes. Yeah, it's definitely better than that. Yes. The, har- the harmonica makes sense to Alvin. And we talked about with Christmas shoes, we talked about how the so-called sacrifice was just some guy throwing down five bucks that he had. And that was the climax of the song. With this, Alvin has to give up his most beloved possession that the show establishes as beloved. It has its own bed, the harmonica. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, it's his favorite thing. And he gives it up for this kid. But he's Uh, also selling out Carnegie Hall. So it's not like he can't just get another harmonica and it's yeah, not you, like he's done dave, something but dave hoards all that money you get <laughs> no shit monks don't see a dime of that money <laughs> right. They don't. All right but look here's the thing it's like if, if usually we're used to alvin doing something really bad and really stupid right right and then right. dave gets mad this is not bad or stupid this is actually really good and yeah. if dave is the shrewd businessman that he is he could play this as a feel-good story you go use your Carnegie Hall cash and just get a new harmonica, but you also spin the story out to everyone that like, hey, look what Alvin did. He gave look his that, harmonica. Yeah. But yeah. David doesn't know that, and Alvin's not shrewd enough to tell him. Right, he's just scared. Yeah. Alvin just, you know, I don't think Alvin knows how famous they are or how you know what I mean? I don't I don't think he knows how rich they are. And he's just like, I don't have any money. I don't right. like yeah, that's what he's like. I need money, money. He's like, he doesn't have anything. He has, no, he, he doesn't. Has, yeah, and yeah, he has no idea that they're rich and famous. It seems like. I mean, he knows that people know him and all that, but he doesn't know what that means. That he, he does just go, no. Hey, you know, Dave, I gave this this guy one needed a harmonica, so I gave it to him. <laughs> okay, Alvin. But yeah, he's yeah. Let's go buy you a new one. We got Carnegie Hall cash coming in. I'll go the other thing I like one. about this is that it's it starts off with you know, the kind of the sentimentality of the sick kid, but that's kind of that doesn't get played the whole time. It's not like this tearjerker thing that's just trying to do what Christmas shoes did. Instead, Alvin does his nice thing, and then the rest of the plot is like, okay, we know the kid's fine. We know the kid got well. That's not that's not the plot we have to worry about is like, is the kid going to die? <laughs> no. Yeah, of course they fixed yeah, that. So yeah. instead, instead we had to worry more about, yeah, is he going to get this harmonica in time for Carnegie Hall? <laughs> harmonica, uh, like I, I could go to Cracker Bowl and get a harmonica or five yeah, bucks yeah, right, get, now. Get, get, right now. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the only thing for me. Um, when they were doing the Santa thing with the pictures, it was it was hilarious. I mean, the camera itself is worth more than any harmonica, right? So, like, if this is your scheme to get a harmonica, you just go sell the camera and get a harmonica and worry about the camera later. But, okay, why are they lifting him up? I was just about to ask you that. I guess because he's a chipmunk, even though he's kid size, you know? So why doesn't he just, if, he, if the joke is he's going to sit in the kid's lap, why doesn't he just do that? Because they're, right. they're lifting him on, like, this crane. Or uh-huh. a rope or something to put in the kids' laps. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Well, yeah, he's going like, yeah, he's going like way up in the air. Like I didn't yeah. know if it's like he was flying in like Santa. 
don't know. I think they just were like, we're well, no one's going to sit in Alvin's lap, so we'll let him sit yeah. in their lap. <laughs> It, which would make sense if he were the size of an actual chipmunk, but he's the size of a <laughs> elementary school kid. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't get it. That was the most confusing part of the whole show to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, me too. Um, yeah. And then, of course, it always just weirded me out. Like, it was like these chipmunks are like part of our society. Like, they walk around, they interact with us, they sing. Yeah. And, like, that to me in the 80s, it wasn't like normal like garfield snoopy if we knew what they were thinking or whatever they weren't actually no one else around them knew right yeah like, we kind of got a window into their world and the humans in their society didn't hear them or anything like sesame street and the muppets like they they had sort of these alternative worlds right right that right. we sort of like a fantasy world you know like Friday yeah, sesame street itself is a yeah. Muppet world yeah yeah we understood that even i understood it like a three four or five year old you know and so but the chipmunk universe is different yeah. they, they just walk around and interact with us and so that's kind of weird yeah. and it's just the three of them yeah and you know if, if the new movies i don't know what the new movies do but if they were smart they would <laughs> they would go into like where did these chipmunks come from? <laughs> right. Why? How were they? Yeah, they were like. Well, now you have the the chipettes too. The chipettes came in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I like the chipettes. Yeah. Yeah. So some some chipmunks. <laughs> can sing a song. <laughs> right. Originally it was oh. just there were three chipmunks and now there are six. <laughs> uh, we did see the first. I don't know, the first Chipmunk movie? I don't know, whatever it was, like 10 years ago or something? Mm -hmm. Before the squeakle. Any... Right, right, that's right. Um, I don't remember any of it, though. But I remember, yeah, they were just, like, computer animated, and it was about yeah. what you would expect. Um, it pretty bad. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. Uh, but it was the same thing. It was, like, just, they, they, I don't know, he was booking gigs or recording sessions or whatever, and they mm -hmm. were being mischievous little Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. so, yeah, so overall, you like this one, I guess? Overall, right? I do like this one. And yeah. it's, uh, I, I saw it, I think, the year it came out, and it didn't play a lot. But I remember, I, my memory of it is that it was this very golden uh, looking thing. And, and that's that was accurate, that the, the whole thing is like covered with this kind of gold, almost like, um, this is actually earlier, but almost like what they did with Mickey's Christmas Carol, that kind of gold golden feeling warm right, right. warm colors and stuff so this has a lot of that um so yeah i like this one overall and and the animators in this one were good phil monroe directed it he's like a protege of chuck jones and you can kind of see in the styles even of the chipmunks and certainly the humans the chunk chuck jones style of yeah, drawing. yeah and so a lot of them look like cindy lou who and stuff like that uh, and this had some of my some of the voice actors I like, like June Foray was Mrs. Claus. She's the one who does Granny in um, Sylvester and Tweety cartoons. Oh, okay. And then Frank Welker was Santa and the Doctor, and he's he usually does like high pitched type voices and animal voices, like he did Slimer and Curious George. But he was also like Freddy and in, in uh, Scooby Doo. Yeah. So it's it's got a lot, for for animation people. It's got some some good voices and good animation and it looks to me it looks good it's you know it, it looks like tv for sure but yeah, no, for, it looks for a tv good. movie it looks good no i agree um yeah. i definitely didn't see it in 1981 mm -hmm. um it would have been 
I have no idea. 85 or 86, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe yeah. I saw it earlier. I just don't remember it. But um, I know we didn't really. When, I guess what was the show right after that? You said maybe 82. Yeah. Okay, then maybe I, so. I want to say 82 or 83 is when it started yeah. airing on TV. Yeah. So yeah, so maybe I would have known the show by maybe around 83 or 84, and then got into it. So yeah, we had uh, we had stuffed animals, me and my brothers. Yeah. So I had an Alvin, and I still have him somewhere. Um, you know, he had the A and the baseball hat. So yep. yeah, my brothers had the other two, but I doubt they still have theirs. Mm-hmm. Simon's glasses broke at some point. I remember that. Plastic <laughs> I had little, little plastic figurines uh, whose all three of their heads eventually snapped off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I also had wind-up toys like Theodore. You wound him up. He played the drums. And wow, I, I was kind of a chip. I was kind of like I said, I was a bit of a chipmunk fan. I had like chipmunk. this uh, chipmunk stage, little like set, and they had like a little trap door and everything. It was wow. awesome. Yeah. First cool. thing I ever recorded with my first tape recorder was the Chipmunks theme song off the television. Wow. Where is the Chipmunks? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sorry. I, 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 I feel that. like I've told on this show before. Or maybe you have. Uh, but that yeah. wasn't. So they didn't start. Yeah. Because the show was after. Because they didn't use that here, right? No. No. Yeah. 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 Watch out because here's where we come. It's been a while, but we're back with style. <laughs> That's right. Better. Is that better than Heathcliff? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I like them both. Oh, the theme song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought you meant the show, but I think... Oh, no, the, it's, it's a better show, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the theme song is definitely better than the Heathcliff theme song. Okay. Yeah. Right. No <laughs> offense to the Robinsons. <laughs> that was a I fun mean, one. you guys could also have played the show. Well, that's what I'm song. thinking, yeah. I think we should take yeah. this one, too. <laughs> All right, uh, should we move on? We'll move on. Oh, did you have anything else? Yeah. Okay, all right. Next up. Rusty's pick. We're going to 1985. Ha <laughs> ha. Christmas comes to Eternia, and you'll want to be there. It's the all-new He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Holiday cheer, Saturday at 7 on TV2. He-Man and She-Ra, a Christmas <laughs> special. Yeah. And uh, the summary says, He-Man and She-Ra join together to stop Horde Prime from ruining Christmas for some Earth children stranded on Eternia. This All was right. brought. This was broadcast once in 1985, and they right. said, "That's it. <laughs> we we don't need to. No one liked it. We don't need to do this ever again." They were. Crazy. Now, did it air on Christmas Day? That's what it looks like. Could be. That's weird. That would, seem, that would seem weird if it did. Yeah, but that's the only info I can find. Some some just say December. Of it was in syndicate. It was uh, syndication, so it's possible that it could have aired at different times depending on where you were true like, because it that's wasn't right. like a network show it's like eight o'clock on cbs it's probably right like, that's probably yeah here's right. here's a package play it whenever you feel like it <laughs> right <laughs> uh now i know nothing about he-man i was I mean, just about my, to ask you my okay. brothers watched it and we had the toys i remember all the toys and everything but uh i don't know if they were super fans but i don't i mean i probably watched it with them but i don't remember anything about it right now yeah we kind of i mean we watched it as kids. There was probably a good year that we would tune in when it would come on in the afternoons. And I mean, I knew it was not that great looking or that great even then, but we kind of liked it anyway for what it was worth. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This special was pretty, I'll go ahead and say it wasn't that, it was kind of hard to get through it. And it, it was one of those that was long. It was just, you know, it was a longer minutes. one. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, and not a lot going on in it. Um, <laughs> a lot of these 80s sci-fi slash fantasy type shows, they're just hard to follow. It's just a bunch of like, you know, there's like Thundar the Barbarian and stuff like that. It's like, it's hard to, if viewers like, what's really going on? It's hard to like say. Who are these people? What, what are they doing? Yeah, Why what is she doing do? that? Yeah. What are they right. doing? This would made a bit more sense, maybe because at least you could understand what Christmas is. Yes. Um, but yeah, they, I, I guess the, the fact that they wanted a Christmas show. And they're like, well, how are we going to have Christmas in this like alien planet? They they figured out a way to do it, which was to have Orko, the little ghost dude, crash onto Earth and bring back some Earth kids who kind of you know told them a bit about Christmas. So at least they figured out a way to do it. It made some kind of sense instead of just being like, oh yeah, Christmas it's here in Eternia, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, now now one of the the mom or whatever was from Earth. Mm-hmm. Right, and so Which she I didn't was, know. Yeah, so she, no, me either. Right, but so yeah. like, really? so probably okay. she had some some memory of it. But I'll say that um, I actually liked it. So okay, I okay. I don't like that it was fifteen minutes long or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I I liked it. I watched it with my kids, and okay. we were just cracking up. Like we thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, so so right. So what you talked about, Orko crashing right on yeah. Earth. So this is what wacky wall walkers do. They're actually aliens. Okay. And they <laughs> and they crash on Earth and they learn about Christmas. And it's awesome. sort of the same thing except like they, they, it's kind of like some street kids that take them in. Like, I call them street kids. It's kids. It's the eighties. You know, just playing right, the streets. Right, right, right. Yeah, like some kids playing outside. Like took them in and took them around. I think they went to the mall and stuff. And they and they teach them about Christmas. And that and it's kind of the same thing. Um, I don't even know which one was first, and maybe one copied off of the other. I don't know, but Wacky um, Walls came first. Okay, so so yeah, so it's kind of the same idea, but of course this one you get this is a better, this is much better. This one looks better, the animation's better, so that's telling you something, I think. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Wall Walker one is rough. It's kind of rough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, no, this one, uh, I did like when they were telling the story, but every time they would get to, like, they would really get into the story of Christmas, uh, the kids telling Orko the story of Christmas, they cut. and then they, they cut. Go, yeah. It's like, wait, I wanted to hear, like, what they were going to say about, you know, the, the baby Jesus. And, and they come back, and it's like, the, and the wise men. And yeah. then they're like, oh, you don't know Santa? Let me tell you about Santa. Then they cut yeah. again. It's like, wait. So I want, like, a director's cut where I get to hear the kids and, and Orko like, have this <laughs> conversation. Yeah, I think I think they were trying to keep it as secular as possible. Of course, so they, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, they they had a little. They did have a little bit of some detail in there with the wise men and stuff. Yeah, but, it was neat. But um, we loved. We, they were like something like, "What is that?" And they're like, "It's the beast monster," and we were cracking out. Like we just like now, if we don't know what something is, we're just call it the beast yeah, monster. The beast monster. The yeah, beast sure. monster. <laughs> Uh, we laughed when they were <laughs> the kids were singing Jingle Bells, but their version of Jingle Bells was just Jingle, jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Yes, I laughed at that too. I was like, <laughs> they can't sing Jingle Bells. They just that's, keep saying Jingle Bells over and over. That's all they remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, that was hilarious. So, well, there was some funny stuff. Um, oh, the one, the guy Bo, I think his name is Bo. I don't know. He's he's yeah, singing. Is. He's like, hey, uh, this is the right setting for my new Christmas song. And he starts to play. And then they all start singing. The kids start singing it. This is a brand it's like, new song. It's his new song. He just wrote <laughs> it. Yes. You don't know it. <laughs> don't sing a song. You know. Um, you know how I know for sure his name is Bo. How? Because I because I've I've seen almost every episode of the new Shira. <laughs> Because oh, that's really? something, something my daughter started watching, and it, and now okay, it's a good show. Like it's not something I'm gonna watch by myself, but for yeah. a kid for a kid show, the new Shira, the Netflix show, is good. Yeah, like what do you mean new? Like it's brand new, like right now. Um, I don't know if it's still out, but it it only was really recently released in the last few years. Uh, okay. They made they made new Shiras. She's a she's like a teenager now or something instead of a woman like she is. Right. And, old Shiras. Yeah. And you know, they, they do like real character development and real plots. And it's good. It's kinda it's um it's kinda like what they did for My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Right. Except 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 better in my opinion, even than that. Uh so I re- I, I don't recommend this, but I do recommend the new Shira <laughs> Netflix Shira. I think it's actually good. It's a great, good, good little show. And so Bo, <laughs> Bo is on that? And Bo's on that, and he's a good Is guy. he like her boyfriend or something? Or? No. <laughs> I don't know. No, he's, yeah. Because <laughs> who, who is Tila? Tila is from He-Man. Right. Who is she? And she's... Isn't she like his girlfriend or no? Bo's girlfriend? No, He-Man's girlfriend. Oh. Uh, yeah, I basically. I just kind of remember her. <laughs> yeah, she's around, and she's... Yeah, she's like his <laughs> romantic best, interest. Friend. I don't even know if they had a romantic interest on the old emails. Gotcha. They definitely do in the new Shira. Okay. <laughs> so I like that uh, Skeletor. I love Skeletor in this one. He's amazing. Skeletor his, is the best. His heart grows three sizes, and like yeah. he's just yeah, he, he I saves don't know the what's dog. To me. <laughs> he's like a cross between the Grinch, and but kind of like the Grinch in the Jim Carrey movie. He's kind of like that Grinch and, uh, oh, and like Jack Skellington. And like he's learning about Christmas and he's like, oh, when you open them, they explode, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, are there right. fights? Oh, but I like fights. They're fun. Yeah. Right. He's cool. So. This is that 80s version of evil where people were evil, not not for anything they wanted or needed, but just because evil was something they enjoyed. Just well, and also that. somebody had to be it, right? And everybody understood. Right. They would never. They could all exist. Like they were standing next to each other, and like, hey, you have your enemy right here, right? You can yeah, like right. take him out, and we can end yeah. all this madness. But no, they just all had to like coexist. And that to me is like one of the reasons why this whole special just has that '80s feel. Like that. Yeah. That, what are those things like the Mansion or whatever? So <laughs> they go in and they like save the kids, right? And the kid's like, who are you? And he goes, well, I'm a man The monstroids are our enemies. And it's like, oh, okay. They're <laughs> so, our enemies, right. Yeah, makes sense, all right. No no further explanation why. needed. <laughs> and, and You're we good. Ran in, we ran into you first. We could have ran into the monstros. The monstroids. And they yeah. would have said, the man are our enemy. Like, okay, I guess we're on your side then. <laughs> You're good. They're bad. Which is, something the they, which is something they do on the new She-Ra. Because she starts off with the quote bad guys like that's where that's where she's like dropped into the story and then she like has to like realize that maybe they're not so great after all even though that's what she grew up with (laughs) they make it interesting yeah yeah (laughs) i feel like i just want to talk about the new she-ra instead that's right is there a christmas uh, special (laughs) now when the man sheen showed up my thought was 
oh man, I wish I could turn this off now. <laughs> like at that, <laughs> you point, didn't like the <laughs> No, <laughs> at that point specific, I was like, yeah, we've reached like peak bad <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> just and they're just, and also you know the the history of He Man is that they created the cartoon to sell the toys and right. when you see the manchines you think like yeah they're wanting to sell some manchines <laughs> especially when they make the cute puppy and the kids are like oh Bobby. yeah i don't know if they ever made manchines i doubt it because i don't man i wish they would have made a puppy really it made a puppy the puppy was cute i gotta say yeah <laughs> but that first manchine was it a cutter yeah was, i don't know it was just weird looking <laughs> <laughs> well we had fun with it. I mean, I don't know if we'll watch it every year. I did. You watched, you watched it with somebody. and uh, I did. Like I said, it was like when I watched Christmas Shoes and it was awful. And then Nora came in and it's like, it got good. Yeah. <laughs> so if I were to watch this with her, maybe I'd liked it better. But <laughs> again, just, just me by myself at midnight watching He-Man going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see. Yeah. It's too long. It's, it's too, too long. long. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the song is it a good song the bow song would you cover that song no i don't think i'd cover it <laughs> would you cover would you cover their version of jingle bells <laughs> that's a pretty good one we loved it we're gonna sing it tomorrow probably we're gonna get our food. <laughs> yeah it's a really good one <laughs> yeah i'll laugh uh, there's uh, this is a, a running thing with um snow in south town the rusty laughs once <laughs> you want to know oh, what what, okay when did you laugh very end where they where they cut after like the climax is over they cut back to the big place where they're all gathered together and like having their christmas celebration right <laughs> and this mechanical elephant thing snorts, snorts up a present <laughs> and i'm like oh my god what is that thing and i look him up his name is snout snout sprout <laughs> <laughs> and he's a character. He's an existing character. Who, yeah, he just used his elephant nose to suck up things. This is his whole deal. <laughs> he sucked up a present. Yeah. I, the huh. beauty of Heat Man is that they just make up whatever stupid thing they think of, and there you go. And then some of it's puns, like Manny faces for the guy who, whose face spins around right. and has a lot of right. faces. Uh, I remember him. Yeah. So the whole thing's. Yeah, it's very uh, lowest common denominator stuff for children. Like, yeah, my brother's we, watched it. We have to appeal to the dumbest kid. <laughs> oh, I did yeah. like that the Earth Kids had He-Man haircuts. Oh, right, right. And oh, and my yeah. wife said the the boy looked normal, but the little girl looked really old, like almost like He-Man's age, but as a little tiny kid. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, anything else? Oh. Yeah. The, the the He-Man at the, uh, on the TV show always had a moral at the end. Oh, so yeah. Th- this one kind of had that. And it was this, <laughs> this, to me, hilarious line, which is not everybody celebrates Christmas, but the spirit of Christmas, <laughs> the Christmas season is within us all. It's like, yeah, only with something like Christmas could you get away with that. Like, it's like. <laughs> Not everyone's a Satanist, but the spirit of <laughs> Satan resides within all of us. That's right. Like, you can't, you know, you couldn't do that with any other religion. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy what you can get away with. It's like oh, Only no. the ones that sell the most stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, I'm not going to say no one's going to complain, but if somebody does complain, it won't matter. Like, it's like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Right. I'm not going to yeah, do have, it. Like, have you Pepsi, been to a store? Pepsi doesn't care. I don't care. <laughs> you know, right. 
<laughs> Hostess. Have you seen Dolly Madison? There? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, all yeah, right. I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. You ready to move on? Yes, please. <laughs> all right. We're going to something fun. We'll take a little break and do something fun. Cool. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, look, I'm taking your lead, man. I'm, I'm sticking with, with the themes now. All right. Thanks. All right. Yeah. And so... Um, so what I did here is I was I was like, you know, we've covered a lot of this stuff and um, kind of thinking ahead to like, you know, we're going to get to where we have to kind of dig for some stuff that we haven't covered yet, you know, mm-hmm. and so thinking about the future. And, right. and uh, so, so you know, I was like, how many of these this stuff have we covered? So I found this list and this is uh, from VH1 and it is the top 12 80s Christmas TV specials. And we've mm-hmm. covered quite a few of these already. Actually. Yeah, we so, have. All right. So top 12, number 12, tis the season to be smurfy. I haven't covered that one. I don't think I've ever seen it. Good one. You? I like that one. Okay, so put it under list. 1987. 11, Bells of Fraggle Rock, which we watched at the movie day last year. Mm-hmm. So we haven't reviewed it, but it was part of our movie day, so we watched it. 10, Garfield Christmas Special. Yep. We covered that one last Check. year. Yeah, I would say definitely higher than number 10. Number 9, Care Bears Nutcracker Suite. Okay, seen never, never seen that one. 1988. So, uh, number 8, Claymation Christmas, which we covered with Jerry on Totally <laughs> Rad. Yep. Yeah. So, let's see. Number seven. Number seven. Deck the Halls with Wacky Walls. Oh, Lord. And it's actually 1985. So, look, same year. Same year as you know. I thought it was 83. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. This VH1 list is 85. Okay. But I don't know. I, I felt like it was, too. Maybe they're wrong. Number six. Elf's Special Christmas, 1987. Is that the cartoon? Um, I, I don't know. And the preview is gone. So let's see. It doesn't say, um, but yeah, I mean these are all like specials, and and to me that's I guess like so an episode of the TV show doesn't count like an actual episode, right? It has to be like a special. Well, I would have counted, yeah, because I was wondering about the Smurfs because they had a was well, that in the season? Well, actually, actually that probably was its own special. Now I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. It seems like these are all five long seasons into the NBC's run. Christmas at last comes, so maybe that's an episode. Okay. That one, yeah, so maybe some of these are episodes. Um, all right, number five, top five. Cabbage Patch Kids' First Christmas. Uh-huh. There haven't you go. actually seen it. Yeah, and we haven't covered it, but we did cover it. We covered the, the record, album. yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, Christmas Comes to Packland, which, hey, I tried to let you guys vote for. Uh, and that's, that's, a, that's a good one in my memory. I haven't seen it since back in the day, I don't think. But I actually remember that one being pretty quality for, for yeah, what it was fun. is. Yeah. Number three, we reviewed Christmas at Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. And now these two, we got to get to. Number two, A Christmas Dream with Mr. T and Emmanuel Lewis. Oh, God. Okay. 1984. That sounds good. Yeah. We got to watch that. You got David Copperfield. Mm. Come on, man. We got to watch yeah. that. Uh, finally, Mr. T imitates Linus from a Charlie Brown Christmas and delivers a somber religious monologue that sets the young Erstwhile Webster straight. <laughs> we gotta watch it uh, and number one <laughs> Andy Williams and the NBC kids search for Santa it's made up <laughs> you don't think that was real yeah, that's real <laughs> from 1985 <laughs> and 85 was just it, it is it's just peak yeah. 80s man you got Punky Brewster in there Alfonso Ribeiro's in there you got Mindy Cohen from Facts of Life Man, Joey Lawrence is in it. Whoa. 
the entire young cast of the Cosby Show. So I guess that means the kids. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> Father of Christmas. Wait, while tracking down Father Christmas, the wee folk tend to break dance. Man. So Andy Williams and the NBC Kids Search for Santa. We gotta watch. We gotta watch that one and the Mr. T and Emmanuel Lewis one. <laughs> so, so there you go. So that's my uh, something fun is like, those are some that we can track down and watch in the future, right? We got we covered a lot of them, but yeah, clearly we've got some work to do. Depending depending what our future sees, I know next next uh, next year we're just only going to read books. That's right. We're doing books. All only books. books. <laughs> I'm getting we've my got hands plenty on of time for that. Yeah, I'm getting my hands on our first copy of, uh, of Christmas Carol. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, there you go. That was my something fun. Just a quick list. Um, all right, go into your no, my pick. Your Where pick. Did yours. Okay, so I can't count. I can't read, and uh, I picked something that wasn't from the '80s. Apparently, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> my pick is from 1979. And it's the Bernstein Bears Christmas tree. Now, in my defense, I definitely did not see it in 1979, and I never would have guessed that it wasn't from the early 80s. So, Most people probably saw it in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in fact, our resident friend that does all 80s stuff, Jerry, he kind of gives himself three years either way because, like, his mm-hmm. stuff's supposed to be all 80s. Right. But he says, like, if it's, like, sort of 77, 78, yeah. like 82, 83, I mean, 92, 93, like, he kind of counts it, you know. So. It's, what, it's what historians would call the long 80s. <laughs> long 80s. Yeah. So, and look, December of 79 is practically, I mean, come on, it's, you know, well, a week like, away. Like, you know, like I, told, like I told you earlier online, I said, uh, I've got these Rock of the 80s collections. It's, like, 15 volumes, and <laughs> probably a good four of the songs are from 1979. So I think it, I think it, if we're going by rock of the 80s rules, we're good. That's that's how I live my life. I live my yeah, life for rock, rock of the, of the 80s, 80s rules. <laughs> yes. Everybody's ready for Christmas, except the Bear family. We must find a tree soon. It's the animated musical special, The Berenstain Bears Christmas Tree. The, uh, the, the description here, Papa Bear and the Cubs search the woods for the perfect Christmas tree, but run afoul of the woodland animals who live in the trees they aim to cut down. So, uh, so first of all, had you seen this one? Once, okay. recently, uh, recently, maybe okay. last year for the first time. Yeah, gotcha. And what is your history with the Bernstein Bears? Were you, were you a fan growing up? Yeah, more or less. Uh, okay. Yeah, I read the books. And uh, like you, did you have them or you would read them? Check them out at the library. Read them at the yeah. library. Yeah, I didn't yeah. buy any. We have some right. now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that I think that shows like what kind of when it comes to like books, right? I think you have books that you check out and books that you buy. Yeah, right. And so, right. so yeah, we were definitely like a checkout. Like if we went to the book fair, we weren't spending our money on Bernstein Bears. Bernstein Bears, right? Yeah, like we had some and we check them out. Uh, we probably had more as kids than my kids had. So like maybe like if if I just think of like our bookshelf right now, just mentally if I picture it, I can probably walk through. It's probably like eight to 12 right and like my kids growing up might have had I don't know, six to eight you know something like that mm-hmm. so you know we had the holiday ones we had uh manners we had you know like some of the big ones um yeah. but now the only time where i really uh would know about all the books was the two years i was a school librarian mm. and so that was cool because then i was kind of into the whole collection you know and i could see them yeah. all and 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 look at the covers and i'd read them to the kids and i was kind of into the collection but then right after that was when my son was born and then like i never did actually go buy them all so. <laughs> yeah i guess i wasn't that into it now so, um what about the tv show did you watch it when you were younger 
I don't even remember the TV show. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I only remember it as a librarian that we had the tapes, and and it was just weird that the that the theme song was like that. Uh, I don't know that other like America song. It's like do 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 whatever that song uh, is. We are the Berenstain Bears. Mama, Papa, Sister, Brother. We appreciate each other. We live in a split-level tree. Mama, Papa, Sister, and me. Like I'm waiting for like a fireworks show to erupt. <laughs> it's John uh, it's the, Sousa. Yeah. yeah, they just like rewrote it. So we are the Bear and Steam Bears. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> get why they did that for their theme song, but um, they're like, well, again, Mike yeah, Python that, did it. So <laughs> there you go. Grab the march. <laughs> but but this show, this this Christmas show, was on our tapes with all of our shows that we watched every year. So it was. I mean, we watched it multiple times a year. Like we love the this one. Uh, okay. And this is different from the TV show, I think. I mean, as far as I can tell from the few episodes I saw, um, this is sort of like a one-off thing. I yeah. Think. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And this was no. made for, I, I had assumed this came, that a book was first, but there are right. books, was, but it came, the books were made based on this, not vice versa. Oh, wow. Yeah, I would have thought the other way, too. Yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah. So there you go. I mean, it, it, this was a classic watch for us growing up and then of course with my kids it was and we got the dvd pretty early you know my kids are pretty young and we watch it every year um they didn't watch it with me today they were busy they were doing some other stuff they watched he-man and we watched uh the hawkeye that's on disney plus the marvel thing um so you know so they, they've been watching some stuff but i think they skipped out on this one or maybe they were just around watching but uh mm-hmm. but the cool thing for us is like we do now go out and cut down our tree you know like mm-hmm. when i was growing up with, with you know my and my family we didn't we just went to the lot like in our town and just got it out the parking lot you know you went to grizzly uh, gusts we went to grizzly gusts exactly and so now that we actually go out i mean we go to a farm so it's not like out in the wilderness but uh but it is you know it's something that we that we kind of will joke about as we're going out there and doing it so uh it is a little more relevant i guess that we do that you know yeah so what about you do you like it I like it fine, yeah. Uh, I don't have any attachment to it. Uh, it a yeah. lot of it, to me, seemed like a lesser version of like The Grinch. They were going right. for some of those similar feels, <laughs> yeah. Um, making making uh, making Papa Bear kind of change his mind about some things and all that, and they were going kind of like that ending and stuff. Uh, and because there's a Berenstain Bears and Seuss connection anyway, where they were both from what what they call it the those readers where they the cat in the hat was on the cover but even if it wasn't a dr seuss book oh yeah, I don't yeah. Know. so they did that for berenstein bears too but but yeah oh, i mean okay. it, but yeah this seemed like a kind of um a, a good version but a kind of a kind of a lesser grinch where it was going for some of that stuff and some of it didn't i guess make perfect sense like the dad wasn't bad because he didn't know there were critters in the tree Right. Uh, and then as soon as he found out, he was like, all right, uh, I'll leave you guys alone, <laughs> whether because he was scared or because he wanted to be nice. But there wasn't, wasn't anything he really needed to learn when it came to cutting down the tree. Right. Uh, no, his only real like he was just hard headed about like listening. Yeah, right. He just didn't listen to his he was a, he was a dad. Spouse. He was an 80s dad. Or I'm sorry, a 79 dad. Yeah. Um, and I thought this was this. He's actually like a proto Homer Simpson 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it seemed like kind of a yeah, a very early prototype of somebody uh, like a Homer Simpson type, where he's like, "Oh no, I'm not going to do that." Yeah, I mean, he even had that <laughs> Homer's voice before Homer's voice changed. That's right. Like the, the '89 Homer. Yeah. So yeah. this seemed like a ten year before Homer. Homer. Yeah. So yeah, it's just making fun of dumb dads. You know, dumb dads. Yeah. Dumb dads. Yeah. So I, I always liked his character. Yeah. Um. Uh, to me, the uh, the opening song is really good. It's not like Mickey's Christmas Carol good. It's not grunge music good. But, I mean, it's pretty good. I like it's the opening. Good, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like the opening song. Um, and, of course, the rhyming throughout the story. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's ambitious. Not a, I, Look, others and brothers, <laughs> they repeat that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But other than that, no, I, I think it's an ambitious thing that most, especially like Christmas specials, wouldn't attempt other than no. the Grinch, of course. Right. Um, and it's not quite Grinch level, but it's pretty yeah. good. I mean, it's, it's pretty solid as far as like rhymes and, and not using too many. I'd rather others and brothers repeat rather than just throw in stupid words just to make it rhyme. Yeah, yeah um, and I didn't mind the repetition of that because, you know, that's, that's what the poetry. message part of poetry, yeah. too. Right, like, right. It's like that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, we've talked a lot about the like with the Christmas story films, just like the dad and like. This is like right in line with that, where like the mom stays home and the dad goes out with the kids to like do this wacky adventure that he's like determined to to teach them something about, and then he learns something himself and it doesn't work, you know, like that whole thing, you know. And, and we've talked about that a lot. Um, did you like, like, especially like around Christmas, like, did you have anything like that that you would do like just with your dad? Uh, I, guess, I was trying to think. Yeah, not really. Um, um, did your dad like so like was it normal for you to hang out with your dad on the weekends or would he work a lot like was christmas yeah. a special time where you could spend more time with him or was oh right like, my, weekend? yeah my uh my my memory especially when we were younger i think his schedule changed eventually but yeah he always he he even worked on like christmas eve right uh and so our big thing was waiting for dad to get home yep uh, and so sometimes it would be like, I'm going to say like six o'clock at night or possibly later, yeah. uh, because he was often like a late night worker. Uh, and so, yeah, it was always like waiting for dad to get home. So Christmas Eve can start. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, there was a lot, of, there was a lot of that in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that like, so yeah, so my dad, he, you know, he ran, uh, restaurants, and yeah. so, yeah, so I mean, like weekends, you know, look, he was there all the time. Like if we had games or whatever, like he'd, he'd be there mostly. But I mean, but other than that, like we were never like usually on the weekends just sitting around a lot. Like maybe, yeah. you know, Saints games usually we could watch. But like, you know, it was kind of different for like Christmas Eve or like uh, Thanksgiving or like just times where like he wasn't working and maybe even his restaurants were closed, you know. And so mm -hmm. the one thing I remember like was uh, for, like it would be like the night before thanksgiving or like uh christmas eve during the day if, if our parties weren't starting to like at night like a time where like my mom was probably like doing a lot of like cooking or preparing we would just go to like burger king or mcdonald's or something like you know All like right. brothers and my dad and it was like really stupid and kind of dumb because we we're about to have like piles of food in our kitchen <laughs> you know like leftovers right. for days but yeah, yeah it's like this funny thing that we would go do and it's like burgers at like a fast food place or whatever uh but i mean that's really it. like i can't remember anything else but i can definitely see um why that would be special you know these kids are going out and getting yeah. this tree where like for me you know 
and probably for you because we're on the same schedule like our schedules line up probably with our kids pretty much so like, yeah yeah <laughs> there's probably not as like much of a special thing where it's like oh it's christmas eve i get to hang out with my dad <laughs> like if anything's right. like they're sick of hanging out with me because we're always <laughs> together <laughs> so yeah I, I mean the only difference is like they're no one's in school so right. they're just home with us yeah 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 but yeah i mean, but I mean it's almost like any saturday you know it's like yeah sundays we're all kind of working you know in school work but like saturdays yeah so I, mean, I don't know i guess for us it's it's just like a saturday now. I, don't know. <laughs> right. I was just trying to think of that you know we'll do like the shopping for gifts for mom you know we're all take them shopping or whatever or sometimes she's even with us and we just send her away and go shop you know yeah so and, i used I to know. i used to do a thing where i would on halloween take nora to the target and just look at all the new halloween stuff like all the little talky things and the, like yeah. the little little telephone because Carrie wasn't into that and she would just kind of get annoyed if we'd play with all the little toys and stuff. <laughs> and so that that's that's a definite thing that we would just do together. I'm like, I'm going to take Nora to Target and look at all the new Halloween stuff. <laughs> right. So, so there, you know, there's stuff like that. She probably doesn't even remember now because it's been a few years. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, um. yeah. I thought uh, I thought the ornaments and stuff, like the Christmas stuff, looked really cool, and I think that that is the difference with it not quite being the '80s yet, because you know, like if within a few years everything had to be like super loud and annoying, oh, right. and bright, and and this was really subdued and like uh, yeah, some of the '70s stuff, yeah, some of the yeah. '70s hippiness to it, yeah, uh, it just looked yeah, really and, cool, and it had the kind of the natural, you know, the the focus on being natural and even environmental a little bit that the '80s eventually obliterated <laughs> right and that's no, no we don't care it just became capitalism 100 percent right by, by the mid 80s right. yeah yeah but by in the early days you still had some of that sweet 70s seeping through yeah so you can see it. Yeah, care about stuff. things like trees and critters and yeah <laughs> no it's Hippies. crazy I'm, what, yeah it's crazy how much stuff changed in like five years yep um you know Oh, I was even thinking we were watching the Thanksgiving parade. Like to me, in my mind, it was like '83 just seemed like so long ago, and '89 didn't. And they're only six years right. apart. Like now, they're both pretty far away. But in my mind, there just seems like such a difference between '83 and '89. No, I'm the same. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah, like th to me, there's no difference between 2002 and now. And I know that was 19 years ago. No difference. You're right. I, no, you're right. None. Yep. But the difference between 1981 and 1984, <laughs> goodness, yeah, goodness, <laughs> different, different world. Just, yeah, just everything was different. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so that I think I think that that's apparent in this in the way that this special looks, especially like the Christmas stuff and the decorations. Yeah, yeah. Um, the idea of running into those animals and all the trees, it does make you wonder, like when you're, when you're like us and you're cutting your own tree and bringing it into your house and, and this was covered, um, yeah. you know, what in Christmas vacation, well, the squirrel jumps squirrels out. and yeah, that happens. Um, uh, some other movies, I think, but like, you might not know, like, um, have you, have you ever, have you ever gone to a farm and cut down your tree? <laughs> no, I've never had, I've never had a real tree in my house one way or the other. Oh really? So like even yeah. growing up, you you always had fake trees. Yeah, always fake trees. So so yeah. So I mean, I guess you wouldn't know, but uh, wh what you do is of course you go out, you, so you show up, and they give you a, a saw, 
We yeah. use a saw and, and a measuring stick because they you pay by foot, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so you basically before you cut it down, you want to know how much you're gonna pay when you come back with it. Uh, but so you go out and you cut it and you bring it back, and um, they have like a line, and you wait in the line because they're gonna uh, like trim off the bottom, you know, do the fresh cut, and they mm-hmm. roll it into the uh, the stuff that like wraps it up or whatever to make it easier to, to transport. But they also put it on this thing, and it's like a super shaker. And it's just like this machine that shakes it a lot, oh, so right. it gets all out the... all the dead needles. But if there were a squirrel hanging on in there for dear <laughs> life, there's no way he could survive. So, <laughs> so we've talked on here about all the like insects that are probably coming into the yeah. house. Yeah, but but that's fine. You know, they, they, I can't see them. So, but like, I would want to know if there was like a squirrel or something in there. <laughs> So squirrel that's was hanging on and now it's just dead in the branches. <laughs> the super shaker would definitely either scare them out, yeah, or take care of. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so it's quite different from how Christmas Vacation or one of those leads you to believe it would be. Um, yeah. yeah. So I not think Christmas how. Vacation is that realistic to begin with. <laughs> right. Pull it by the roots. Yes, everything. That whole movie is like fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, he's like the perfect dad where he goes like, uh, where they tell him, oh, because there's curse in the tree. He's like, oh, that tree, that tree wasn't good anyway. It's like, per- like we see this yeah. all the time with these dads. Like, he's such a good, like, 80s dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then he says, uh, oh, finally at the end, he's like, forget it. We'll just get one from Grizzly Gus. And the kids just look at him and go, Grizzly Gus? <laughs> Did <laughs> you, you tell spent us? 20 minutes telling us yes. Grizzly Gus is terrible. Yes. <laughs> He's a boomer dad. What can you say? He is, yeah. And then it's a little bit like uh, Christmas with the Cranks, where of course you get there, it's just some needles left. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, the closing song I thought is pretty good. Not as good as the opener, but it's pretty good. It's that slow ballad song where they're all decorating the house. Uh, and then oh, I, yeah. I think it's just really quick and pretty tight and yeah, good story, good rhymes, great for kids. No, uh, I like this know. one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, only. Uh, uh, my, it's only negative when I'm comparing it to Dr. Seuss because that's what it kept to the Grinch because that's what it kept yeah. reminding me of. But but on on its own, by as a by itself thing, I, yeah, it's good. It's worth right. watching. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that they acknowledge the fact that they've been respecting animals the whole time and they're about to eat a giant fish. So yeah. <laughs> and that they are animals. But they are. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, oh, and, um, and I and I like the term bear looms for heirlooms. Right. Yeah, bear looms made me laugh. My main issues with the bears is their names. Papa, mama. Yeah, what happens when the kids grow up? (laughs) And were were mama and papa always named mama and papa? (laughs) Because, yeah, other bears like Grizzly Gus get names or old Ms. McGriz (laughs) down the street or. Yeah. And also, and also, of course, my, my other gripe with this show this one the christmas show, is that the outside of their house does not nearly show how big the inside of the house is. it's the tardis <laughs> it's the doctor who yeah or like or like snoopy's uh dog house i guess right exactly <laughs> it's just cartoon logic right <laughs> it's cool but that that fish can slide a long way in that little tree house <laughs> or the flintstones where they just run past the same plant 20 times <laughs> that's right um well, do you remember the flintstones christmas I remember the Christmas Carol when they did Christmas Carol. Yeah. 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 Is it any good? Is it good? It's, it's weird. Okay. I was going to show it to my daughter. You should show it. Yeah. Um, it's a weird, it's a, it's a weird one because it tells the Christmas Carol story, but there's a framework of 
Fred acting in the Christmas Story play, oh, playing yeah. Scrooge, and he gets like a big head about it because he's the star. <laughs> Yes, and so there's actually two plots going on at one time. One is the Christmas Carol story, which they do kind of do straight, and then there's, then there's that, and, and and he does this horrible thing where he leaves Pebbles at the daycare. He just forgets about her. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even remember and this one. And it's treated I'm sure I've for, seen it. I just don't remember it. Yeah, and it's treated for all of its seriousness too. Like it's not just some throwaway thing. Like oh, you forgot the baby. It's like you forgot the baby. <laughs> so it's kind of this weird serious show for what it is yeah you should see it it's on that it's on it uh it's on one of those christmas dvd collections i have uh, yeah I'm so that's why it. i've seen it yeah mr magoo and all the rest of them right right okay you ready to move on yeah we're gonna go to rusty's something weird something weird all right rusty's something weird is the weird thing because <laughs> I promise I did not remember or I did not look closely enough or whatever happened, but I didn't know the deck the halls with wacky walls was on the survey. Oh no. Yes, that's my something weird. That's your something weird. Was that's how you knew what it was. Yes, and that's why I was laughing, like, is that really on the list? <laughs> Now we can. Well, did you remember that I watched it for that other show? (laughs) No, I didn't remember anything. Like for some for some reason, like when when I was like, I was just looking for like, okay, what are some specials out there that I could talk about? Because I wanted to keep with the theme, and I came across this one. I was like, I didn't know this existed. And so, even though you talked about it, and it's on the list, and I had all these reasons for it being (laughs) completely on my radar, it wasn't. Yeah, this but, was early in the pandemic. I mean, pr- probably March, I want to say. Um, okay. Or maybe it was later, and it was, all feels like March to me at this point. But uh, like anything early, it feels like March. You know. But, so where um, did you talk about it? It was on the Christmas Past podcast. Uh, I just went on there and talked about this show. Maybe, so, I must have. I must have not even listened to that somehow. You. I mean, you probably. I mean, it was just like I said. It was like March of 2020. Like there was a lot going on in the world. Oh, of 2020. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. So not yeah. earlier. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about early in the pandemic. Yeah, okay. um, he was he was doing. In fact, it was like he was doing a show every day because it was like, remember, we all thought we were just going to be home for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. So he was. So. Yeah. So he was like, I'm doing a show every day till the pandemic's over. Till it's over. <laughs> yeah. He, or, or until it was you know, a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. It's kind of funny to look back on. Um, so it's funny. I was just in there talking about the aliens crash landing, but you've just watched it. Well, here, okay, here's, here's, <laughs> so you didn't actually watch it. No, here's my, here's my one note that I have about Tech Dolls and Wacky Walls. Unwatchable. <laughs> I sat through that thing. So I, so I turned it on and was trying to watch it. And, I, and then I just thought, you know, I don't actually have to watch it. No, like, you don't have to watch it. And so I kind of like skipped through it and I got the gist. And really, I was just going to say what we haven't said yet. For those who don't know what in the world a wacky wall, wacky walkers are, there were these things. They do they sell sell have these or sell these? I don't anything? know. I don't think so. There were these little plastic things, and you they kind of look like spiders or squids, and you throw them against the wall, and they would slowly crawl down the wall, and they called them wacky walkers, <laughs> or whack is it wacky, wacky walker or wacky wall walkers? walkers. There yeah. you go. 
wacky wall walkers and that was like the trademark version but then they also had like knockoffs or whatever just like generic versions and so like they made a Christmas. First of all, they converted them in the cartoons, and then they made a Christmas right. special about it. They decided they were aliens. Yeah, they gave them names and everything. Yeah, and it was, it. Yeah, I just found it completely unwatchable. Like even worse than all these other things we've been talking. And if I would have, if I would have had to watch it out, you know, I had to watch it in March. I had to watch it as an assignment. I suppose I would have gotten through it. But right, you know what? I looked it up here. So it's a Christmas Past podcast. Uh, it says Christmas in Quarantine, day 16. It was published on April 2nd, and, I, and we recorded probably a week before that. So, yeah, it was definitely in late March. Uh, day 16. Today we're heading back to the 80s when all you needed for a cartoon Christmas special was a best-selling toy and a flimsy storyline. Deck the Halls with Wacky Walls tells the story of a group of wacky wall walkers who come to Earth from a distant planet to discover the true meaning of Christmas. I'm joined by Chris and Chris from Christmas Time in the City and Mike from Snow and Southtown for this very 80s episode. So I'll put a link to this in the show notes. I do remember being furious. This was, I think, the first of a few times when my stupid Mike, because we were on Zoom and I was never, yeah. I had never podcasted on Zoom before, and it picked, it didn't use my mic. It picked up the stupid laptop mic. And yeah. I was pretty upset, but yeah, at myself. But uh, yeah, so, but I'll still put a link to it because Brian from Christmas Pass is awesome and Chris and Chris are awesome. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just have to put up with my stupid laptop. And I laptop. need to listen to it anyway because apparently I was too <laughs> steeped in pandemic stuff. For, yeah, yeah. To bother. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> but, it, it was bad. It was really bad. It's a bad special. Well, I, I'm I'm anxiously awaiting the new Christmas special called like Christmas with the Poppets and the Fidget Spinners, because <laughs> that's the equivalent. <laughs> Fidget Spinner Christmas. Isn't it hilarious that like the little kids now in elementary school are gonna have all these great memories of like yeah times were great then we had these little fidget spinners and poppets and like we wore these cool masks all day i don't remember why exactly right and, like it was a fun time everything was simple and great and like no one <laughs> argued about it. that's what it's gonna be i mean that's what's so stupid about well, all of this you know after we watched those because the 80s parades. were horrible yeah you know what i mean like objectively they were yeah. horrible and all the stuff I was talking about earlier with like the environment and how the, in five years it was all ruined. It's because the 80s were horrible. And like people our age are like, oh, yeah, fun 80s. No, they sucked. <laughs> it really does. You don't realize. Like you think of like the fun stuff, right? Right. But yeah, like when you really, really think about bad. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything bad that we have now is came out of the 80s. Everything. Yeah, it's everything. pretty bad. You wouldn't want to live a week back there. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you, you want to do the fun stuff and see your relatives and your friends and the toys and the movies. It wasn't all fun. Rubik's Cubes and Alf. No, no, not at all. Um, but yeah, but watching those three parades this week, and the, yesterday we were watching the new one, I was telling my kids, I was like, hey, be ready because, like, you know, in 20 years, you're going to be telling your kids, oh man, <laughs> things were much simpler back then. Remember this? Remember that? It's like, this is all going to be outdated to you one day. You know? And in our house, it's going to be, hey, remember when we'd watch old. <laughs> Thanksgiving parades on the thing called YouTube. What's YouTube? <laughs> What's YouTube? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm with you. So there, yeah. So there you go. Wacky walls is definitely <laughs> weird. It's definitely not watchable. But no. some of us had to do it. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm. So yes. My respect put, to you. Put it this way. I I never even after I did that March last year or this year so far. Like I haven't shown it to my kids. Like I wouldn't make my kids sit. <laughs> right. Good on you. There's one scene I remember liking. They go to the mall and they uh and they go to like a cafeteria 
You know, like in the mall, you used to have those cafeterias. Yeah, cafeteria room. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like trying to like get Christmas food in there, but like it's just cafeteria. Oh, it's it's yeah, very eighties. Yeah. yeah, it's very eighties. So it's like, oh, and I'm just looking. at like, don't feed that to those aliens, please. Don't do that. <laughs> Can it kill off a species? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we got. Uh, we're moving on. We got one more. One thing. more important thing to do. One more important thing. Official podcast business. Yes. I have to tell you. I have to tell you. So, okay. I fa- last week we talked about was it last week or the week before? It was one of them. I talked about funny um candy canes. They were out for 2021 and I, I was going to look for some and I found one. I found the Fruit Loops candy canes. So, I bought some and so I'm going to send some to Rusty and I'm putting them I have like pattern envelopes that I use for when I mail CDs. And I'm putting a few in there and I was like there's no way even it's a padded envelope, but still, I was, I, yeah. I was just kind of feeling it. Like I, I dropped it down on my table, like just to kind of see what would happen when I dropped it down. I was like, "There's no way." If you think about all the things that are like gonna sit on top of it and how many hands it has to go through, I was yeah. like, "This could literally just be like powder. Like, <laughs> it could just be obliterated." Yeah. But I was like, "It's candy canes. Like all he needs is a piece. Like if, if it's broken into pieces and you just try a piece, it's fine." Yeah. Right. They got to your house. Are you serious? Like not one's broken? Yeah, the, no, not one crack. All I got four candy canes, perfect condition. Listen, I'm holding one in my hand Christmas right now. Christmas miracle. This one's cracked. The one that I, that I took <laughs> out is cracked. Yeah, yours are in worse condition than the ones. I just took it out of the pack. The I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I cracked it when I took it out or if it was cracked in there, but I just took this out the pack to use tonight, and I had it here sitting near my cup, and I just picked it up as you were talking, and it's yeah. cracked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, I just can't believe that that, that that happened, that they got to you. As I was yeah. dropping them in the mailbox, I was like, there's no there's no way this is going to make it. <laughs> okay, so we have Fruit Loops candy canes. And, and the first thing I want to say about them, they smell exactly like Fruit Loops. Well, that's what I figured at the very least. I figured they were at least smell they, like They smell Loops. like I'm sticking my, sna- my, my, <laughs> my toucan snout into a box of Fruit Loops. All right, I'm going to start. Right. A, a oh, yeah, there's no Fruit Loops. Oh, man. I just broke a piece off because... All right. Tastes like Fruit Loops. It tastes exactly like Fruit Loops. Try to imagine Fruit Loops as a candy cane texture. That's actually pretty good. I like it. I don't know how many I would eat, but it's favorite favorite part of the show. I get to eat some candy. I don't know. Do you? But do you think that like are you traditional, or do you think one day we're gonna get back to where like all right, enough? Enough of eating. Right, who decided? Who decided that candy canes had to be peppermint anyway? Oh right. Is that part yeah. of the tradition or of some kind? <laughs> I. It was probably just the easiest thing to do or something. It's my. But uh, no, I. Yeah, uh, I. I. What's good about peppermint is that you know what you're getting. Right. Uh, if you get some of these wackier wall walker flavors then you don't <laughs> don't don't exactly know what they're going to taste like um we used to always get the um jolly rancher kind oh yeah yeah those are okay i mean they kind of taste like jolly rancher see i don't usually get crazy like i said the uh, chocolate mint is about as crazy as i get mm-hmm. so this fruit loop is is definitely different mm-hmm. um i don't know it's good I don't know if i eat a bunch but yeah i'm just trying to figure out I was trying to see if it was like, you know, some tied to the tradition in some way that it had to be candy cane. 
Um, and there's this question that someone asked, are candy canes good for you? <laughs> no. I mean, unless sugar is. However, the answer says something about peppermint has been found to be a soothing force in the gastrointestinal tract, comforting multiple gut ailments. <laughs> gut ailments. <laughs> so like there you go. Health. Oh, wait, here's one. Oh, that's from, oh, it's from a candy company. Right, exactly. <laughs> All it's like about antioxidants. Those, it's like those people, yes, it's like those people that sell you those drinks and like, this is good for gut health. Like, yeah. What? Come on now. Number one, antioxidants. Number two, freshen your breath. Three, turn around tummy troubles. Four, curb cravings. Five, ease tension headaches. Six, no. boost concentration. That's what they said about Coca-Cola. <laughs> Seven, relieve your stuffy nose. Seven reasons why candy canes are good for you, buddy. Signed, Candy Cane CEO. <laughs> no, SpanglerCandy.com. Signed, the 80s. Signed the 80s. <laughs> Wash it down with a Coke. <laughs> a ten, reason, ten reasons that Coke and Pepsi are good for you. <laughs> Whenever you Both. look at those lists, one of them is always that you can clean your battery acid with it. <laughs> there was like benefits of coke right it'll be like yeah like headaches right it's like but then it's like clean your battery off with this <laughs> right it's like those kids that always argue uh that it was good to play video games because of eye hand coordination hey like, i believe oh, it helps with my eye hand coordination <laughs> <laughs> okay uh next week you're gonna hear us talk about we're staying with the 80s Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hear us talk about 80s songs. I know you've all been waiting for that one. Oh, yeah. So uh, sticking with the 80s. Don't don't go too far. Stay stay in your 80s stuff. Keep wearing your 80s clothes and everything. And uh, we'll be back. Keep, keep thinking the 80s are cool and awesome and there was nothing wrong with them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, okay. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Keep those bells jingling. And see you next week. It's going to snow. Sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon? Okay. Okay, Theodore? Okay. Okay, Alvin? Alvin?
Get ready. That was very good, Simon. Naturally. Very good, Theodore. <laughs> uh, Alvin, you were a little flat. Watch it. Uh, Alvin. Alvin. Let's not overdo it. What do you mean overdo it? We want to sing Now, it again. Now, wait a minute, boys. Yeah, cut it. Why can't we sing it again? Alvin, cut that out. Wait a minute. Just a minute. I'll say the odd. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Alvin! Okay. What are you doing? It's my favorite Christmas song. Can't stand the way that Alvin always comes in late. That's what's funny about it. Not funny. It's disrespectful to the other chipmunks. <laughs> hey! Get the chipmunk song on record and play it slow. Because if you do that, all the chipmunks sound like normal, monotone guys singing a really bad song about Christmas. And that guy, Dave Alvin, remember that guy that they hang out with? Now, he sounds like this demon from the seventh level of murderers and traitors. It is the best Christmas memory ever, Gilligan. So you put it on and it's like... Christmas, Christmas time is here. Time for toys and time for cheer. Sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. 
Cheers.